Hello there, and thanks for joining me in the podcast uh, today. Uh, Alzheimer's and dementia. That's my topic. Now, this pre- particular presentation is geared towards the middle-aged. So if you're in the age range of 40 to 70, this program is a must for you to listen to, digest, follow, take to heart, do what is recommended, and pass on the information to your friends and other family members. This is critical for you if you're in the middle age group. Now, if you're younger than that, obviously, this has some implications and it has some very strong suggestions of how you shall live, not only during your younger years, but as you approach the middle age years. So, these years are very, very important, and this message is very important. What I'd like to do is to um, review some research that comes from the Kenneth Cooper Clinic in Dallas, Texas. Now, you may not know Dr. Uh, Kenneth Cooper. You may not know of him. But when he speaks about health, you listen. When he speaks about medical issues, you listen. When he speaks about medications and various issues related to medicine and your health, you listen. So he has done a research study based on the population of individuals that have come to see him over the years, actually since uh, 1970. He's kept records of all his patients over these years. And he has like 300,000 treadmill performances that he has now reviewed and analyzed. And this is looking, he's looked at now something like 100,000 patients who have come to the Cooper Clinic at least 20 times over the past 45 to 50 years. So this is not just a little study of somebody happens to get dropped by a doctor's office and then make it do a trip. This is a guy who has actually invested in his patient population and has studied them in great depth and has committed himself to their health as they commit themselves to their health. Now, when we look at some of the uh, research, you're going to see very much that he emphasizes a couple points. One is exercise, and the other one is fight your inflammation. Don't let inflammation build up in the heart, in your bloodstream, and in various organs. Don't let inflammation become part of your body, your stomach, or whatever. Do anti-inflammatory activity. Take medicine that's anti-inflammatory. Omega-3 is certainly one of those, okay? But I'll come back to that. So what I'd like to do is just skip the research that he has done, just showing that that's based on a very large population of uh, patients. And And his studies have been published in various medical journals. This is no small study and no small finding and list of recommendations. So let me step right into the conclusion of his research as he works with his patients. Here he gives the steps to prevent Alzheimer's and dementia. Now, take note, get a paper and pencil. These are the steps to prevent Alzheimer's and dementia, okay? These are critical. And if you don't do anything else, get this, okay? And if you change your life in some way, change your life around these points. You're gonna make some commitments. Make your commitment around these points of behavior. Here's the number one. Engage the brain daily. That's number one. Engage the brain daily. That's like games and puzzles, learning new things, memorizing, uh, learning new computer skills, that kind of thing. Here's number two. Sleep at least seven hours a night. If you sleep less than five, you have an increased risk of Alzheimer's and dementia. If you sleep seven or more, you have a decreased chance of Alzheimer's and dementia. So sleep at least seven hours. Here's the number three. Have a daily routine but don't retire. 
Keep your day busy and active and don't retire. Zig Ziglar said it one time. He said, we should not retire. We should refire. So let's take a look at that. Don't retire. Don't go into a mode of rest and relaxation and inactivity. Keep your body active daily. If you're working, keep working. If you're working, you might cut back a little bit. But keep your body moving. Keep your mind active. Keep your mind creative. Keep your mind challenged and stimulated. Here's the fourth point. Socialize. Join a club. Attend services somewhere in a church. Volunteer. Get out with people. Create friendship circles. Do whatever you can, but socialize. Here's the next one. Eliminate all tobacco use and associated products. You don't need to put that kind of stuff into your body. Here's the next one. Eat healthy. The Mediterranean diet, he recommends, at least five to nine servings of fruit and vegetables daily. Interesting. Five to nine servings of fruit and vegetables daily. So that's eating healthy. Here's the next point. Take your vitamins. He says vitamin B12. Take it daily. Vitamin D. D as in dog. Take vitamin D daily. And take omega-3. Two servings per day. But take at least one of those a day. Vitamin 12, vitamin D, and omega-3. And here's the next point. Control your coronary risk factors. He goes on to say, what is good for the heart is also good for the brain. Exercise would be one of those. Okay? Challenging your brain. Keeping it active and alive. That's good too. And then here's the last one. Exercise at least 30 minutes most days of the week. Most days of the week would be four. Minimum is three. If you can do five, wonderful. But... Keep your body exercising at least four to five days a week. Now, that's his solution. That's his recipe to prevent Alzheimer's and dementia. So, take note of those. If you miss them, back it up a little bit and come forward again and listen to this list. These are the lists that he has developed, Kenneth Cooper, for his patients. And essentially, his patients promise to live a life according to these particular steps or guidelines. So that's where the rubber meets the road, we would say, okay? So in his research to get to these points, he's done several studies. One study involved 28,000 patients that he saw at the Cooper Clinic, 49 to 50 years of age. These were healthy people and he followed them for 25 years. And what he studied was their fitness level, how they performed on the treadmill. And he compared the group that were in good health, the top 40%, and those that were in poor health, the bottom 40%. And he found a great difference. Here's what he found. Midlife fitness levels seem to be associated with lower hazards of developing Alzheimer's and dementia later in life. Independent of cerebral vascular disease. There's a 36% reduction in Alzheimer's and dementia in the top 40% when compared to the bottom 40%. That's quite a difference. 36% difference. So if you're in the top part, that means you're in good health, you're 36% better in your health potential and status and future as compared to those in the bottom 40%. So healthy body, healthy living. Okay, let's go to another study that he did, okay? This was published in the American College of Cardiology. Higher cardiorespiratory fitness in middle age is strongly associated with around 22 years of lower health care costs compared to the lower fitness group. So again, the top 40% and the lower 40%, there was a 22-year difference 
in the health care cost of those in the lower and the bottom half or bottom portion on the health scale. The cost savings between 65 and 70 years of age was 40% difference in the high fitness category group compared to the low fitness category group. In other words, if you're in good health, your cost of health care is going to be significantly lower. Insurance companies are going to love you because you aren't going to go to the doctor so much. You're going to take as much medication. You're not going to need surgery. You're not going to need as much critical care and all that kind of thing. So you'll have less cost to the insurance company, less doctor visits, and less cost to you in your budget for health care. So here's what he's saying. Get yourself healthy. Get yourself in that upper 40% and then you will have less health care costs. You will have better health day-by-day living and you'll prevent the Alzheimer's and dementia in a higher probability of it. So that's what he's saying. Now it's up to us. It's up to you to take that information and drill it home and make it part of your daily routine. Make it part of your life. Make it part of your lifestyle. Make it part of your family life. Make it part of your marriage. Make it part of your friendships. Encourage good health among your family members and among your extended family members, among your neighborhood and among your friends and associates and so on. Encourage good health. Because as you encourage others to live a good health, you'll live a good healthy life yourself. We know that. So be a spokesperson for good health and follow those particular steps yourself. Be a model. Be an example. You'll not only benefit, but you'll start others around the path where they can then benefit from their own involvement in activities along the lines of what will prevent Alzheimer's and dementia. The steps that I just mentioned to you, all nine steps. So if you can't do all nine steps, at least do five or six or seven of them. But do as many of those steps as you possibly can, because that's what's going to make the difference as to how long you live, how well you live. And for most of us, we don't care how long we live. We do care how well we live. So you have a chance, you know, of doing that. Okay, I wrote a book some years back, uh, Achieving and Living, A Healthy Lifestyle in a World of Stress. So if this is an issue for you, pick up the book in Amazon. Or go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. You can get the book there, but uh, good book to give away for Christmas. Give away to read this next year. So you get some ideas about how you can achieve a living lifestyle that will reduce stress and increase your level not only of happiness, but increase your level of health and longevity. So, bye for now.